And we are still here, continuing our catch-up time, because we have decided to move on to what I had been claiming this entire year was going to be possibly the hardest film to talk about, because I don't know, it doesn't have any kind of controversial figures in it, (laughs) anything in the news. Or even just, like, so much, like, aside from that, that's just, like, backlashy. Yeah, but isn't a giant tentpole movie in a franchise that has a lot going on? And that is The Flash. Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. talk about Flash movie, which came out a little while back, uh, has its defenders on the quality of the movie, and then it, of course, has a number of people that say, I am not seeing it because of Ezra. I kind of can't tell them not to go do that, because it's their own personal feelings on the issue. Um, and But right now, I would just say, 
we're just going to talk about the film. Nothing about Ezra or anything else with that factor, because I'm like, they have to kind of be separate. (laughs) Well, it's going to be hard to, you know, if if we bring him up, it's going to be a whole side thing. Like, it's because automatically if you know someone does something shitty, Mm -hmm. no matter if, like, they literally cured fucking cancer, you're automatically going to go... Yikes! Yeah, and it's kind of a yikes thing. He's a fucking you know terrible person, and did some shitty stuff. But they filmed the majority of the movie, of and he's always been the Flash for like technically what four films? Um, because star- started in Batman versus yeah, he Superman, showed, and then he was in the Bat uh, in Justice League, mm-hmm. and then the Justice League Snyder Cut. Yeah. I mean, technically, you could probably put those movies together, but... Or, yeah. if, or if you're somebody that just says one of those does not exist anymore. Yeah, so if you want to take and then now this one. So, I mean, he's well-established, and I mean, it's not that they don't change well-established characters before, yeah. but the problem is he's a main character. Yeah. And again, they shot a majority of the film, and you know what it would cost them to... Like, they're already losing money. Oh, yeah. That They would lose just so much money having to get another actor, have to explain why he's a different Barry, have to, like, there's just so much extra to it. So it's like, in their heads, I could see where they could go, hey, let's just finish it. <laughs> let's just finish the movie and be done with it. And if we lose money, we've lost our money. But there's, at least we're going in not already way down. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you... Are one of those people like, oh, well, you should have, they should have just reshoot it. No, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, it already costed them 230 million. To make yeah, it. <laughs> it would literally cost them another like 100 million to do all the reshoots and get everything back to where it needs to be. Yeah, it would just be like people are dumb if they're like, yeah, just reshoot it. It's like, no, you're stupid. Like, I mean, I don't want it either, but it would just be so much of a pain in the ass for a universe that's about to be done. Yeah. Like yeah. they're they're resetting it after this. And I am more than willing to now accept this because I have not been the biggest fan with how they've done the majority of this franchise and characters. Uh and that being said, I was not even that big of an Ezra Miller fan as Barry for the I don't think he's Barry, of, he's Wally West. I mean, yeah, if you know those characters well enough. He's he's way more of a Wally West, a young, kind of kind of funny, like goofy kind of character, versus Barry, who is much more serious. He is, like, you know, a little bit of the comedic humor, but he's nowhere like Wally. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've never, yeah, to me, he was never a Barry character. But, I mean, it's just whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I was just always kind of just... Just felt like the joking character that didn't really fit in here. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, a whole movie based around him. I don't know how I feel about this. And then it got revealed early on that Michael Keaton was coming back as Batman. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, well, I'm definitely more interested. But I'm also slightly on the worry side because you're kind of using Batman to promote the Flash movie. <laughs> yeah. Because it feels like there's not confidence there. Um, and now, being weeks after seeing it, uh, I, I hate to say this, 
but I really like this movie. <laughs> I, I actually thought Ezra was really good in it. I thought Keaton was amazing coming back. Of course. And oddly enough, it didn't feel like there was so much that I didn't follow the story. Because with all the different universes and stuff going on, I was like, yeah. well, I'm kind of burnt out on this. <laughs> I very much, I so I've been in a lot of Facebook arguments uh, as of recently. <laughs> I can't help it, I doom scroll and you I just, do. I just get into like things where I'm just like, no, you're fucking dumb. Like, and that was one of them. It was like, you know, they were they were complaining about like the quality of the movie that they couldn't follow the story, and I'm like, how could you not follow the story? I'm like. It really does tie itself together. Like it, it does. It's not like it's. You know, I've seen some movies where they're just like here, 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 here. And like that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And when the machine suffered from that. Yeah. Um. But this one, like, it's pretty like linear. Like I understand. There's maybe a handful of parts where I'm gonna like okay, but whatever. But like specifically, I can't really think of one that like was so egregious where I was like, this literally makes no sense. Mm -hmm. It, it all seemed to, like, tie itself together. Like, it's multiple universes. Like, you could hop to one, and they could be completely different. Um, but I, I've heard a lot of, like, weird... Like, they're... I think people are making things up because, like, you know, as we spoke about, like, the weird things with Ezra Miller, they want to hate it so bad that they're willing to just pick apart, like, things where it's like, we're talking about a fucking superhero film. Yeah. Um, first off... And secondly, we're talking about a DCEU film. The track record is not great. So, I mean, are you really going to pick apart, like, little things? Like, yeah. Well, a lot of people had their mind made up before they were going to see it. Yeah, so, like, they're just, like, throwing out little things where it's like, okay, but, like, that's not really that good of a criticism because... Yeah. As soon as the film started, I was like, okay, I'm going to forget about the whole Ezra shit and just see how this is. And I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How were you feeling about it? I had to do the same thing that you did. Um, and I actually really enjoyed the movie. He, Ezra Miller played a really good two roles. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Yeah. Like, and to make them different, yet yeah, the same. Like, he, I think he did all right for, you know, for what he was given. And it's, like you said, this is why I get, you know, getting the doom scrolling thing of arguing with these people because I don't think it's fair just because you don't like him to say, oh, well, no, he was just, he was just being bad, you know, doing bad. And it's just like, but he really, pleasant though like he did a decent enough job for a role that is hard to do yeah yeah um and i i said and i said it felt like it was kind of him interacting with himself being like uh yeah i'm starting to notice how much of a piece of shit i am yep <laughs> settle down <laughs> because because like the younger i definitely think there's way a lot of obnoxious. like you know jabs at himself mm-hmm because, like, there's a couple of those jokes where it was almost like a, you know, yeah, like a nice little wink where it was like, okay, like, clearly he knows he's kind of been a piece of shit. And, yeah. you know, and I'm not going to necessarily forgive some of the things he's done for sure, but he, uh, I mean, at least, you know, 
he understands white <laughs> Mate, people. Well, either if he doesn't, the filmmakers yeah, did. Somebody, somebody understands that, yeah, like, people are going to be happy when you're not the Flash anymore. I, I just don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, this was, a, and I didn't think of this until a little bit ago, but this actually was kind of risky for Keaton. Yeah. He had really no reason to come back. No. He, was, he was in two very well-received Batman outings, and then he just said, I'm done with it. And then he Yeah, he could have just not... I mean, uh, a handful of things happened. Even the, either the check was really nice. Probably. Which is a good chance. Um, but there's also the chance that he looked at the script and thought it was okay enough that he'd be willing to come back and make a cameo because he has everything to lose here. Yeah. And he's not even a cameo. He's a main character. Yeah, like, you know, he has a ton of things to lose by coming back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he could... I mean, I don't think he would, like, ruin his reputation as Batman. Uh, and this it was just so bad that it was like, oh, God, like, this is what we liked. But Or, or if he came back and he was nowhere near the same character. Yeah, it'd be just way off. But yeah. uh, luckily that didn't happen. Um but yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, he probably had a nice little fat paycheck sitting yeah. at his house when he got home. <laughs> well, well, but then he had the advantage that he didn't have with the previous ones where his, like, fight choreography was so much better in this. But they still kept, like, the whole thing of him, like, having to move like this because he couldn't move his neck. I'm like, wait, in all these upgrades with your bat suits, you never did that? I don't know, but it was really cool seeing him like well, beat the shit out of people. Well, when they changed the timeline, at the beginning of the movie, he was an older Batman, so I don't think he had that technology at the time. Maybe that's what they were thinking, and that's why they put it in? I don't know. He, Though he still kind of had some advanced things. I mean, true. Again, maybe this was just something he didn't care to change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... And I liked uh, some, like, the small callbacks that I did not see coming, like the laughing bag from the first one. I was just, oh my gosh, what? (laughs) And I can't spend a whole lot of time on what we did not expect to see. (laughs) Now, that can come towards the end, but it's more of a spoiler of, like, special things, you know? Yeah. Um, But... We then have Zod coming back from Michael Shannon, who I think is still a very good villain in this. Uh, it's funny because, like, to me, he's always like Billy Zane. I always forget Billy Zane's in a movie like, well, I mentioned earlier, uh, Titanic. Did I? Yeah. And I, like, I saw him and I was like, is that Billy Zane? I'm like, oh, yeah, he is in Titanic. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And so it's every time I see him... It's the same with Michael Shannon. Every time I see Michael Shannon, like, I always forget he was Zod mm-hmm. until I actually see him. I'm like, it's fucking Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I like, it's it's funny. Um, but he, he did great. I think he actually did pretty good as as far as being a character that he hasn't been in years just to yeah. come back and probably replay the and, role. And just doing it one time, probably. Yeah, like, so I think he did, you know, just fine. Yeah. And... I know that you're well versed in the Flashpoint yes. story. So, in what aspect of way did this kind of follow it? Because I know it was the inspiration. Um, essentially, Barry going back in time and saving his mom. That's a, that's about where it ends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
the flashpoint is way different like he basically just goes back and uh you know after he changes it it's like it changes the timeline so much that um you know after he saves his mom then like bruce dies Mm -hmm. and batman is his dad and joker is the joker is his mom Mm -hmm. and it just goes just way wacky and Bat, the only uh, one thing that they do uh, have it in there is uh, Batman helping him get his powers back mm-hmm. so he can kind of fix things because basically Bruce's dad's like I want Bruce to live yeah. like this is no life I'm living like he just he goes around and he's like has he, guns he, and yeah, like he he's super violent and it's, he's like this is not a life to live my wife left me and she's fucking evil mm-hmm and I fight her daily, and my son's dead. Like, everything I ever cared about is crumbled. I don't want to fucking be alive. And so he's like, I'm going to help you because you're going to fix this and save my son. Yeah. And so that's more of, like, Flashpoint. And actually, one of the secret endings that they originally had, allegedly, was something... Flashpoint? Yeah. Okay. Um, for the movie, um, for The Flash, is kind of like... It was supposed to represent kind of something similar to that, mm-hmm. but it you know it got taken off and got the ending we got instead. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it, it so it does differ, but it's just the general like idea of Barry going back in time and fucking things up because he's like, I want my mom to be alive. I, I miss my mom. Yeah. I'm like sometimes who'd have thought that the Flash can mess up uh, so j- much? You know, just a quote. Pet cemetery. Sometimes dead is, is better, <laughs> um, because sometimes it fucks everything up. Oh yeah, and I mean, we still even have Ben Affleck back as Bruce Wayne. This is his last outing. Which, uh, you know, Caitlin, if you have anything to add, I'm about to go on a tangent. So nope, yeah. I have nothing. Go okay. on a tangent. So another uh, argument I got into um, about the losing of Henry Cavill. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, uh, I was arguing with a person that basically this movie helped enforce Guns Universe, and they were going on about how every other movie from now on is just going to fail miserably. It's going to make like $1 in theaters and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, you know, I didn't hate Caffle. Mm. He was okay. Like, you know, it's, I, I'm kind of it kind of sucks that we're losing him. But to do a full reboot like it is being done, you have to try your best to cut ties with everything. You can't just lose the bad. You have to lose the good, too. That's just how it is. Or even just the... Yeah. Even if it's just okay. Like, you, you have to lose all that. It's unfortunate because I actually like Ben Affleck's Batman, and I think yeah. he did a really good job in this. I think he was being a really good Bruce Wayne, too. Yeah. I think he's been the standout of the start of that. Yeah, and... People, like, there's, that's what I was bringing up earlier, was a lot of people are boycotting because they got rid of Cavill. So they don't want anything to do with anything that says James Gunn name just because they are super butter. And it's almost making me hate Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah, which... Because it's so much extra when it's like, I like him. I think he's a good dude. Yeah, he seems like actually a very swell dude. Yeah, amazing guy. And I didn't hate a Superman, but you were causing me, like, to dislike him because of this. Yeah. 
because you're not willing to change and not willing to yeah accept because it's like okay fine are you willing to keep you know all the shitty stuff too because that's what we're gonna get do you want another fucking like shazam movie yeah, again, Do you want another is. Suicide Squad? Because guess what? It is still connected to fucking Jared Leto's joke. You want another of that? You want some more of that? No? Well, too bad. If you're going to get the good, you got to get the bad, too. Yeah. That's just how it is. You can't separate yourself like without losing that. It's unfortunate, but you can't just pick and choose saying, well, you know, we're going to bring Henry back, even though he's not going to be anywhere connected to that universe at all, you know, unless they make him another character. There's always potential for him to come back as another character. I don't know if he would willingly come back, but... I mean, the the tough part is I think that I did hear that they weren't going to cast the same people as different people. The only thing I heard any kind of rumblings was Jason Momoa potentially playing Lobo later on. Yeah, but... And that was just talks. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, I get it, okay? When you get a good casting, you don't want to see it go. Mm-hmm. But you have to be willing to let the change happen, especially when we've already gotten the casting for the new Superman, and it's not like it's awful. Like, no, I actually really like it. And I don't know, like I said, it's just getting to a point where it's making me hate the DCEU when I was just like, you know, I'm glad we're getting rid of it. Like, it's a fresh start. But now it's making me like, I'm ready to fucking get rid of it. I want it done. I want it gone <laughs> because I can't – I just – I want it to be fucking five years from now, and I hopefully James Gunn's universe is awesome and sparking and doing crazy shit. Yeah. Because I'm just, it's just getting to a point where, I mean, it's purely acting like children, like, that didn't get a toy when they were at fucking Walmart. <laughs> like, it's just like, please, be open-minded about it. Just say, you know what, it sucks, I'll give it a try, and if you don't like it, you do not like it. You don't have to like it. You know, like, you could watch the new Superman, was it Superman Legacy? Yeah. And go, wow, that was dog shit. That was bad. But don't go in it going, yeah, this movie's going to be fucking awful. And then every time something cool's happened, be like, that was okay, but, mm. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, then you're going to hate it. <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, I'm I on, used to know people like that. Yeah. I'm on the opposite side. I was like, I don't want to say that there's anything good about this because of how much I don't like Ezra Miller, but I can't. Yeah. Just deny because it. the casting's okay doesn't mean that it's the movie. Like, what is it? Like, he was in a couple movies and only maybe one of them was decent. Like, I think Man of Steel was probably the only one of them that was like, Okay, yeah. that's pretty solid. And, and but if you think about it, also Man of Steel is what was the foundation. Yeah. So Henry Cavill is established there as part of the foundation. Yes. So when you are getting rid of like that foundational piece, it's like the final that, blow. That yeah. is like also the biggest ballsy move because you're getting rid of the foundation, which to me was never fully structured. That's also what a lot of people gravitated towards. They're like, we like this vision. Yeah. I'm like, why do you like this vision, though? You you can like Man of Steel, but you also can't deny the fact that you watched Batman vs. Superman and was like, okay, the movie's bad, but then just be like, well, they're good in it, but the movie's bad. It's just like, again, you don't just get to keep Man of Steel. You got Batman <laughs> versus Superman. You got the Justice League's. One of which has a horrible CGI mustache. So, I mean, 
And then there's the, the little cutscenes, like with Black Adam. There was a thing where it was like Black Adam was laughing. Uh, I mean, The Rock was laughing because, oh, like the Flash was not doing very well. And I was like, he's just salty because now he's not getting his Rock, you know, basically the Rock versus fucking Henry Cavill fight yeah. because that universe is done. And also Black Adam, that's not... Black Adam wasn't that good. It was not a good movie. It there was a couple did... positive things in it, but that's it. It didn't make the money, it also was saying. Yeah, and they shoehorn as, like, retaliation for the universe ending. They shoehorned that little Henry Cavill cameo in there just to make people expect, like, they're going to get a Black Adam versus Superman movie. So it's, honestly, if the first James Gunn movie does really, really bad, I might put some blame on The Rock. (laughs) Yeah. Just for the fact that he... Put it in their heads because that was not. I, if I'm not mistaken, that was not the original ending. That was done because Henry Cavill also did not know that he still didn't have the part. Yeah, so I think that was very much a protest to like James Gunn, saying like, "No, I do not agree because I want to make more movies in this universe. Even though I'm coming in late after all these shitty movies happened, I'm going to come in, and now I'm mad that I can't make this movie that." was mediocre just to potentially make another mediocre movie mm-hmm. because you're ending it. And so, like, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I think, you know, The Rock might have a slight blame because putting it in people's heads because when you start doing little cameos and shit like that, you know everybody's going to be talking to be like, oh, shit, there's going to be a Black Adam vs. Superman movie? That's cool. Mm-hmm. No. It's not going to happen. Sorry. Get over it. He's gone. He's dead. Is, is the tangent dead? Let's just keep talking. <laughs> like, he, he did say that. Because <laughs> um, I, I guess the only other things that we could really dive into are spoiler stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, I just, for some reason, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. I thought the story was really good. I thought the characters were really good. Oh, I think it's a good way. And, like, I I had seen some of the other, like, rumors of, like, what the endings were going to be. Yeah. Um, And, like, yeah, they probably some of them would have been okay. But I think that the way they did end it, although it be kind of funny and kind of goofy, was a good way of, like, showing Barry still fucked up the universe. And now he's going to spend the rest of fucking eternity... Trying to put the pieces back together. Yep. Which allows Gun to come in and wipe the slate clean and start from a fresh beginning in his own universe without this whole multiverse shit. Because I am sick and tired of multiverse. Yeah, I am too. Like, I love little cameos of characters. Like, don't get me wrong, I think it's cool when the one you sent me, Electra. Yeah. That might be cool. But it makes at least makes sense for that character. But now it's just like everyone has Spider Man has a multiverse movie. Doctor Strange has a multiverse movie. Now fucking DC was moving towards that. Now all of fucking Marvel is pushing towards a multiverse, like a giant multiverse. And it's gonna lead into what happened to the comics. Once the multiverses started popping off, everything meant nothing because no one if he just died, oh well yeah. we're just gonna pop over to another verse, you know, just grab that guy. Everything means nothing, then. And as far as, like, collectors, 
you had to buy too much. You couldn't keep up with that. Yeah. So that's probably what will happen with Marvel and DC at some point. So I, I'm not like, you know, I'm kind of glad we're just going back to like maybe a linear story of oh, I hope characters are just like showing up. And I mean, we can, we can have time to build up to a Justice League movie. <laughs> Let the things happen. Like, just let them happen, slowly but surely. Like, we waited 10 years for Marvel, and now people are acting that, like, since DC started so late in the game, like, you know, oh, well, you guys haven't made that, and I feel like maybe it pushed the directors to try to push shit out more, like, oh, we gotta get caught up, and it's just like, and then that's what it led to right there, that big fucking stack of movies you got right there. To a handful of okay ones, and then a bunch of just hogwash. Um, but... I mean, as far as, like, my actual criticism plates, there's sometimes the CGI doesn't look right. Yeah. But... Especially towards the end. Yeah. Turns really video game-ish. Yeah. But the characters were well-developed, and I'm like, ah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> so, uh, and honestly, I, I still... I have to probably watch this again. But the shocking factor for me, as far as what I've seen this year and how I have felt about this year, this is actually probably my top pick. Wow. <laughs> I had such a fucking good time. Well, that's that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, as far as a movie goes, it's just, I mean, it's, it's a pretty average film, I would say. But it's really, especially, like, towards the end, me and you were fucking nearly pissing our pants laughing so hard yeah well that happened in the very beginning with the hospital yeah, sequence like, I was just like what is happening it's it's so ridiculous like it may not like you might look at that from like a viewer standpoint and go that's kind of fucking stupid but I mean it made me laugh I chuckled at it because it was just kind of ridiculous yeah. and that was a part where the CGI was a little bit questionable because some of the babies Oh, oh, some of them I was like, that baby is the devil. <laughs> that is that is terrifying. But I mean, honestly speaking, like as oh, when far you put, as when you put it in the microwave, <laughs> yeah, and then it dinged. He was like fucking making a frozen burrito, which I think he does. So see, like that, it's just there's so much going on there. And that's but, why I think it's more of like a Wally West thing and, because... But the weird part is that actually kind of ties in with James Gunn's humor. Yeah. Because he'll go out there. Yeah. I mean, look at The Suicide Squad. Probably still the best one out of all of these. I would argue. Like, I mean, you could you can make arguments for some of them, but I really like The Suicide Squad. Yes. I think it, you know, it balanced perfectly. And I, I'm, you know, maybe I'm just a fan of James Gunn. Yeah. Maybe that's just it, but I know that if I'm pairing it up with all everything else in this fucking universe for the DCEU, it's not great. Like, you know, like, it, it, it definitely a lot better than fucking, one, the original Suicide Squad, which was just awful. Like I said, you gotta have the good and the bad if you're gonna take... You're gonna take the fucking good, like, oh, I like Henry Cavill. Guess what? You also like Jared Leto's Joker. There you go. Also get Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, I mean, his style is very much like that, and he, I did, I know he had a little bit to do with it. I don't think he had like you know a crazy amount to do with it. Oh, um, but also, from what I found out, the original Superman movie 
is one of James Gunn's all-time favorites. Yeah. It was pinnacle for him growing up. Yeah, so it makes sense. He has the passion for it and the love for it. So that's, that's why, why I'm like, excited for his yes. Superman because you know a lot of you know. I think a lot of people are underestimating how much like James Gunn actually cares about this stuff. I, th- like, I think out of some of the directors, he's one of them that actually does care about all this. He reads them. Yeah, he clearly reads them, and he clearly kind of knows what's going on because he took the Guardians, which were just fucking not that good, and made them into probably one of the biggest teams part of Marvel. It's the probably most like as far as characters in there that have multiple movies it's the most well received yeah so like you have that and then so he he definitely knows what he's doing but like like you said he enjoyed the Christopher Reeve Superman movies which were a big thing for people because that was the first time that like it was taken a little bit seriously yeah comics are still looked at as a joke yeah and it was like, wow, like, this is a big, like, I think that was probably one of the biggest, like, first-time comic book stuff made a lot of money. Yeah. Well, and then, but that was, like, kind of on a serious factor, because then you then had to get 89 Batman. Yeah. For it to be, like, it can be serious. It can be, well, it went and from, like, dark. <laughs> it, it, like, a very serious, because Superman's always been, you know, very kind of serious tone, but he is, like, you know, he's like Captain America. He's America's boy, you know. Yeah. And the world's boy, if you want to say. <laughs> and so it's kind of been like that, where it's like, oh, he's the symbol of hope and, you know, all this other stuff. Whereas, like, Batman has been a little bit dark, and then 89 just bumped it up to 10. It was like, yeah. we're going to make this fucking super dark. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no. So I appreciate, especially after finding out, like, his top five in that list. Yeah. It, a lot of it makes sense, actually. Um so, yeah, I, I'm actually excited for some of the stuff he has coming out because maybe, you know, Blue Beetle's going to be, like, I think that's still kind of a... There's a couple things in the trailer where I'm like, eh. But I think there's potential for there to be some really good stuff down the road. Like, I think, I think this is a stepping stone to see how things, you know, test the waters. I think they're hoping they have their Spider-Man. You know, a, 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 a younger character that can be there for a while. If you really want to impress me with Blue Beetle, because I love Blue Beetle, I want to see Booster Gold come into this mix. Well, he he will have his own series. And yeah, if you put him in that, and it's just like a buddy cop comedy, ten out of ten. <laughs> I, because they did a, I can't remember the name of the series, but it was like a series run where it was uh, Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Like hanging out, okay. and it was just them like fighting crime as like a duo, and it's so fucking funny. And I I want that. I think that's would be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there's like you know like it's a stepping stone. Like you know like I said, it's a like gonna be the first transition film over into like the new universe. Yeah. So you know it's very much like see. It's doing something different, whereas, like, we started with what? Man of Steel was the first movie out of that, right? So you're automatically getting fucking Superman. Yep. Again. And so, yeah, we don't want to do that. Let's introduce a character that not really maybe a lot of people know, kind of younger character, um, and Blue Beetle's perfect. I think it's a, you know, a good, good time to bring in someone, you know, 
new. And then, yeah, we'll eventually get our, you know, we'll get our Supermans and our Batmans and all that shit down the road. But we can take our time and build this up so that way, you know, look at fucking Infinity War. By the time Infinity War happened, there's fucking 800 people. Like, it's just, everybody's there. So, I, you know, they don't want to just shoot their shot early and be done. Like, and unfortunately, now Marvel is struggling because of that. This is actually the perfect time for DC to really strike. Yeah, because Marvel has done their characters, you know. They, they have their characters. Iron Man's gone, Captain America's gone. Like, yeah, they're bringing in kind of like substitutes, but I'm sorry. You can't really, it's hard to get fan bases to come back for substitutes. Like, well, it, it's just like New Coke. <laughs> which Stranger Things tried to bring back. Yeah, it's literally just like New Coke. Because it's like, oh yeah, you know, we're bringing you something new that's different. And but... sometimes people want the OG. Like, you're not going to be able to bring another Iron Man in. Because it's just not going to happen. You just can't. So now I will say I'm on I'm on the side of Sam Winston taking on. Yeah, no, I think out of anybody that's you know it's great casting and everything. It's just even like that character is still pretty old. Yeah, he's he's been there since uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, so it's like you're really like even then like now they're even their secondary characters are starting to get phased out, creeped out in time. So it's like. Uh, you know, I'm hoping you know another five years from now, maybe you know, we'll see what's we'll see what's I mean, up. Because now you don't really have the Guardians anymore. Yeah. So there's, I don't know. Like I said, like you said though, this is a perfect time for DC. DC to start bringing in those transition films to like start building up something because, you know, if they're done right and done well, they they have the characters. Okay. DC, that's the one thing that DC has always had over Marvel. They have better characters. They have better villains. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that they have that they have not put into film. So what we need to do is circle back. And, like like you said, Gunn is very much in the comics. Like, he is very much knowing what's going on. So hopefully he can get with the directors of these films and say... Well, he's head of creative, so... So it's like, here... You see this big stack of fucking books I gave you? Read, Read. them. <laughs> Every one of them. And then come back and give me, you know, an idea or two. And we'll go from there. Yeah. And if he can do that with every director, we might have a good universe on our fucking hands. We might have something to really care about. Because that, that Flash show, I mean, not Flash, but the Green Lantern show, sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. If you wanted one of the lanterns, nope, you're getting two. Yeah. How Jordan and John Stewart, and it's gonna be like true, true crime, detective. yeah, true like, detective, yeah, true detective. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds great. And you don't have to be like, well, I'm more of a Hal Jordan. You know, you're getting both. So like, you can't. It, it, it sounds great. It sounds absolutely great. Yeah. And everything that is coming into the universe. So I am finally glad we are dead. <laughs> <laughs> You, you mean you're happy that this has been set on fire, and now we're going to be like a phoenix and rise from the ashes? Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So somebody that has not been saying that much right now. I don't really have much to say. I'm sorry. I'm very much. You're passionate. very passionate. Yes. yes. And it just it's very frustrating that, you know, it's just becoming overlooked and pushed out of the way when it doesn't need to, especially when there's a lot of potential for good things to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's just needlessly just there. being butthurt that something yeah. didn't go your way. There, however, are the times where I wish mute. <laughs> you're, you're going on. Just you're going on. <laughs> okay. Um, but Miss Caitlin here. Yeah. Please tell me your now overall thoughts on the Flash movie in your grade. <laughs> okay, I thought it was a really good movie. I was entertained. Um. Even if I'm not like a huge DC fan, I still had a good time. Mm-hmm. So, so who's your favorite DC character? Since we've not ever talked about this. Okay, that, that you really want to know? Yeah, sure. Okay, Raven. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's actually that's, a good answer. Yeah, it could have been way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it actually fits. <laughs> so, um, letter grade A minus. Okay. Uh, I again. I said this is actually probably right now my favorite movie of the year. So I'm actually going to be giving it an A. Um, I, I probably have to agree with Caitlin, A minus. Um, because although there is enough in there that keeps me completely like entertained and having a good time, I mean there was maybe a couple times where I was like, okay, like a lot of it with the younger Barry. I just kind of kind of frustrated, but I think it's just more just as frustrated as he was mm-hmm. interacting with his younger self because there was a couple of times where I'm like uh, but I do love the casting of his dad because mm-hmm. I absolutely love <laughs> Office Pace oh, yeah. and he's the main guy <laughs> that so like you, you just want to be, be like go outside and break a copy machine yeah so that I mean and I think honestly he's casting for his mom too and like I will say the best casting was probably the little kid because mm-hmm. it looked like a small Ezra Miller, and I was like, "Wow, like that's you know." Usually, when you have it, you get like the idea when it's like, "Oh, this is like the child version of such and such," and you're like, "Okay, yeah, I could see it." Oh, the the worst kind of that is in a uh, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> yeah. It cuts to a cutback of the villain as a baby, who you have seen this entire time is this pale white guy. He's in an orphanage as a baby, and it's a Chinese baby. <laughs> It's both the most ridiculous, funny thing and insensitive thing at the same time. So, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, at, at least this, like, you could picture, like, if someone said, like, show me a baby picture or, like, a, you know, a kid picture of Ezra. As, as, as Ezra, I would assume it probably look close to that, actually. Yeah. Um, so, they did a really good job with that. Um, and then Keaton coming back. Obviously, Immaculate. Yeah, it was great. Like, I have no complaints of anything with Keaton. People that I've heard that weren't even on the page of Keaton as Batman from the originals saw this and were like, nope, he is Batman. He, he beats the fuck out of people. Like, he's great. And uh, I honestly really like Supergirl, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I think that she I did a good I don't know job. if she'll be continuing. I don't think but, so. Um, it was very much probably one-off. Yeah. And I, I think people, I, I did hear people that were mad about that, too, that... There was allegedly she was supposed to get her own movie, but I'm like, why? Like, 
she was good, but like I don't think she warrants her own movie. And this is kind of like her breaking into the business. Yeah, so. like you know, I'd love to see her in other movies. Her as an actress because yeah. she was really good. Um, but yeah, I think my only other really complaints is the two people that were with Zod were kind of just yeah, they didn't really do anything. The henchmen. Yeah. Oh, they kind of were that in Man of Steel, too. Um, so, like, there was that, but... but they, I mean, they, again, they didn't get a whole lot of time in this one. Yeah, so, I mean, like, it's, like, little complaints like that. Like, it doesn't really going to change my opinion on the film. Mm. Um, like, they weren't egregious or anything, but, I mean, there was, there was enough, still enough stuff in there that, you know, kept me entertained, like, kept me laughing. Um, and that's a big thing, too, is, like... You got to keep me, like, wanting to watch the film. If it's just straight, like... There's films that I've seen that are super dark. Honestly, good example. Batman vs. Superman. It's just <laughs> all, like, a grunge song. And it's just, like... By the time I'm done, I'm like... Oh, my fucking God, I get it. You guys hate your life. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, you're just preaching to the choir at this point. <laughs> and so, yeah, like... At least this, you know, kind of brought in some... thing, And then, like, you know... Ben Affleck coming back as Batman. I thought he did a great job, too. And was very, like, cynical. Like, the whole time was yeah. like, hey, Barry, don't be fucking stupid, man. Like, I mean, he points out the big message of Yeah, it. like, you're gonna fuck up things if you decide to do this. And our tragedies make yeah. us who we are. Yeah, he's very much like, I can save your parents. And he's like, my, my parents are dead, Barry. Like, clearly, like, he doesn't want them to be. But, like... And, it, like, you could see that in the emotions. So, like, that's that's my big thing is, like, all the side characters were great. Um, you know, I don't want to get into spoilers, everything yet. Um, but, yeah, everything was just, you know, what it needed to be. Like, and it closed, I think it closed off perfectly. I know, Like I said, I know that some of the other ones probably would have been a better ending as far as, like, emotional-wise. But even though I laughed at this one, it still made more sense because, yeah, he fucked things up and it's going to have to spend the rest of his life probably trying to fix them. So. So, yeah, su surprisingly, it's just a glowing review from all of us. We're like, we we hate to say this, but we thought The Flash was really good. Yeah, which kind of sucks because now it's like, now it ends and it's, you know. But I'm okay with getting rid of Ezra Miller's The Flash because... But I don't know if they are. I really, really hope they are because <laughs> I don't really like Ezra Miller as The no. Flash. I think, again, he's Wally West. He's not fucking Barry Allen. And if they want... I hope they choose Wally West next and I hope that they get some kind of cruelly redheaded guy. Honestly, I would love to see John Mulaney be fucking <laughs> Wally West because I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> He's like in his thirties. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's perfect for Wally West. But I just couldn't ever see him as a redhead. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm picturing that now. Yeah. But my my big thing is, you know, I hope that they can jump from this like really because I mean, leading off like I hate that the movie's not doing good. Nope. Like, no. it's it's not doing good. It's not going to probably make its money back by a lot, and so. I mean, maybe... And and just a quick thing here. Uh, 
I, I don't necessarily want to call him a liar, but if Kevin Smith is telling the truth, it sucks now because he said if this had done well, there actually were plans to have Keen come back for Batman Beyond. I'm like, oh, I would want that so bad. Yeah, you know, you say that though, until it actually happens, and then we get some dog shit, like, because it sounds great on paper to see an old, like, you know, grizzly Michael Keaton be Batman, and it's just like, okay, like, seeing him play an old Bruce Wayne, and then teaching a young character to really take off. And, I mean, I just don't know who they would get to play Terry McGinnis. I just, I don't know. Honestly, I would have loved to seen Pattinson play Terry McGinnis because I think he would have been great as a... Um, but, I just... I mean, yeah. Who knows? You know, that's... It's also Kevin Smith just saying that. So. Yeah, I mean, I like Kevin Smith. I really do. Yeah. But sometimes, like... I feel like he just fucks with people. Yeah, he just doesn't shut up. <laughs> yeah. But. You want to uh, jump into a little bit of spoilers? Just uh, the last little bit. How much of that do you got? <laughs> just two of them. Okay, go ahead. The two big ones. Mm-hmm. The Nicolas Cage Superman. Yes. <laughs> I did, did not see that coming at all. <laughs> well, my big thing with it was it came up and I thought that's what it was when it first came up because you just see the back of his head and I saw the long hair and I'm like well Superman did have long hair at some point and I'm like but these are a lot of like live action Superman yeah and, I'm, and, so, and you're like wait that was a giant spider yeah I'm like Okay, and then it goes back, and then he finally turns around, and the CGI is terrible. Oh, oh yeah. God. <laughs> it barely looks like Nicolas Cage, but with the suit and everything, it's Nicolas Cage. And I was like, oh, my God. And But but the funny thing to me is that that little clip showed why that movie also though couldn't work, because he's like, I'm fighting a giant spider. How easy do you think this is going to be? <laughs> right? Um, but then the ending when, you know, Ezra Miller, he gets back to his universe and he's like, Hey, I'm in my universe. First thing it should have threw him off was his apartment looked clean. Yeah. So, but the computer was still there. So everything was still copacetic. Like he didn't think about it. You know, he's getting back. He's finally happy to be back to his own universe, allegedly. And he gets back and he's like, okay, okay, okay. And he starts going through, looking at his computer and... So he goes to work. Everything's normal. Like, everything is normal up to that point, I guess. Like, he apparently just got a universe where everything was just slight, slightly off. And just quick sidebar. When he does fuck up the original universe, he fucks up one of your favorite movies of all time, Back to the Future. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because Michael Fox is not casted. No. Who was, who was the replacement? It was, it, was, it was the original guy who was supposed to be it, who was from the movie Mask. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. eluding me right now. But he actually did film in it. But then they're like, eh, this isn't working. Uh, so it's like, okay, like, you know, he uh, he comes back and then he answers the phone. He's like, oh, Bruce, I'm so happy to hear you. And he's like, oh, yeah, Barry. And everything's like, thing. and I, me and Ian looked at each other and we're like, that doesn't sound like, that doesn't yeah, sound like Ben Affleck. Yeah, Affleck. And then, uh, yeah. And then it was like, okay, so my original thought was Keaton was back. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, he just, it's just going to show, oh, he's not done. Like, his universe is still fucked. Mm-hmm. And 
then you find then out it's fucking courtroom. George Clooney. Yeah, and you two are about uh, to jump out of your seats. Because it's just Batman and Robin. It holds a special place in my heart because it, of how bad it is. But it it's it's, it's so gone, fun it's to gone, watch. It's, but it's gone through so many different levels of emotion for me. Because I'm like. I used to love it as a kid because it's bright and colorful. Then I got to the point where I'm like, this is stupid. Thank you, Christopher Nolan, for bringing dignity back. And then now it's like, it's just entertaining me bad. Yeah, like, so th- there's so much, like, differential, like, feelings about it. And just for, out of all the people that could, I, like, originally I had heard that it was supposed to be Christian Bale. Yeah. And back. But then people, like... I don't think Bell agreed, and then I think Gunn said people might get the wrong impression. Like, oh, whereas, like, they know he's not going to bring George Clooney back to be Batman. Whereas Christian Bell coming back, the movie's like, oh, shit. Like, and then it's just another thing for people to be like, well, see, they didn't bring Christian Bell back, and, like, yada, yada, yada. And so I can see where maybe that probably wouldn't have went great. I probably would have still freaked out and been like, what? <laughs> But this to me was a much better pop because <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because just out of all, like the only thing that would have been the cherry on top is if like a new story was happening and it was like a Mr. Freeze like thing. I, I, I was like, I want to watch that just to be like, are there any TVs that have something with freeze on them? I, I, I that would be the only like hundred percent like could have took it over the. <laughs> If there's ever a movie that freeze, you see in the background there's a TV that says Mr. Freeze is sent to the cooler. <laughs> it, like I swear, if they ever bring back Arnold as oh, Mr. Freeze, as an old Mr. Freeze, too. I don't ever care. That movie's a hundred percent. I I will give it an A plus plus plus. I don't care if the movie's dog shit. Just him coming back, even if it's a cameo, hundred percent. Be like, yeah, he, hey, it's an innovation. He he comes back like on like a wheelchair. Oh, what were you expecting? <laughs> you know what crippled me? The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> what crippled you? An icicle. Turns oh. out I got secondhand smoke from all the cigars I was smoking. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like... It's all the paint fumes that were covered the cigars. How are you smoking the cigars, Mr. Freeze? Don't question. <laughs> but that, that, to me, is was like the chair like it really was like such a bonus having Clooney because then he's just like who the fuck are you and like they really were stretching that uh rating they got um but yeah I was just like yeah who the fuck are you and it's just like ends and I'm like okay and I'm I mean, happy with that and I mean to be fair they had him come back being Bruce yeah it wasn't Batman, Batman. so I'm like hey, if anything your Bruce actually was okay <laughs> so well, that's pretty much all I have on it. I mean, yeah. Because uh, other than those world seeing stuff, and I was just like, oh my god. That was kind of cool, but like I said, the CGI was just yeah. like, okay, like granted, Chris Reeve showed up. Um, and his dad. Yeah, like that, that was one of the Superman things, but like, I mean, that was neat to see, but at the same time, I was like, okay, like... It Uncanny looks, Valley. Yeah, it kind of looks like shit. <laughs> like, so other than that, I mean, I mean, it was a it was a good film. It was fun enough to watch. Like, 
I think if you go in hating it, you're probably going to hate it, but it's it's one of those things of, I mean... You, you can go into it already with your opinion, and yeah, you're going ha- to have it. Yeah, I think if you just go in, you know, just go in and watch it, and just kind of be indifferent about it, because, you know, it's... I'm always one of those proponents of separate the art from the artist, as best as I can sometimes. Yeah, I mean, unless it's something super egregious where it's like, you know, oh, he murdered 37 children or something, you know. <laughs> well, uh, the one that I always bring up is, okay, are you still going to buy a movie ticket to see the new Mel Gibson movie? Because he's just as worse. Yeah. So, and if you're going to eliminate every film that has been made by somebody who's questionable morally... Uh, you're going to lose a lot. Yeah, Rosemary Baby is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> and Schindler's List. Yeah. Uh, so, I And mean, The Shining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like... You got to draw the line somewhere. I, you don't have to like the person, but just to automatically say the work they did is shit, even though it's, like, amazing. Like... But... But yeah, no, I I think it, it's just fine. Like I said, just go in with an open mind and just be like, you know, I'm just going to watch this film for what it is. Nothing more, nothing less. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. And that's really the only way you can do it. Mm-hmm. And from this table, we all really liked it. So we're going to stand by that pole right there. <laughs> be like, <laughs> the flash is good. <laughs> Who knows if it'll stay my number one or not, but I need to watch it again and see how the rest of this year goes. I don't know if it's quite my number one, but again, I need to watch other films because Oppenheimer's coming up. Yeah. And And Mission Impossible. Yeah. Back to back. Mission Impossible, then Oppenheimer. I'm like, oh. That's my... God damn! You know, Oppenheimer's my most... Probably my most anticipated of the whole year. That See, I didn't watch the first Dune. Yeah, the first Dune is really good. So, yeah. Well, that concludes that portion of catch-up, so... Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, Next one's mustard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Until then, see you next time.